Another great week in the cabin. We've got an episode of Fuck My Life. Plus, lovely Maria is going to talk about the signs. You're probably in a serious relationship, and she should know. Answering pet questions with Dr. D from Dr. D Alaska Vet on Animal Planet. Comedian Lachlan Patterson joins us in the cabin to play an episode of Best Gig, Worst Gig. Glenner's Backyard Barbecue Tips. And we'll tell you when you are legally allowed to throat punch somebody. All this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. School is back. Uh, masks or no masks, whatever it may be. So I thought maybe this would be a good time for an educational moment. Some science news, or as we call it, nerd news. Thank you. Time for some nerd news. Wired.com did a pretty cool video on the physics of the milk crate challenge and why it's so hard to do. It's even harder to steady yourself when you're stepping down. That's why even people who make it to the top have problems on the other side, beside the fact that they're idiots for doing it anyway. Uh, The study looked into the physics of how we walk without spilling a cup of coffee. It's important for things like robots and prosthetic arms. Why, are they going to carry our coffee? I don't get it. Fire and smoke alarms went off at the space station the other morning uh, during a routine battery recharge. Crew members said they could smell burning plastic, but it sounds like they weren't too worried. No word on what caused it. How does a fire drill work? Do they all have to put on space suits and have a place out in space where they all meet? A little space ladder out of their space window? In other space news, NASA wants to build a giant telescope inside a crater on the moon. And the new James Webb Space Telescope is now set to launch in mid-December. It's a new version of the Hubble. It's been in orbit since 1990. Telescope in the moon. If it's got a laser, it says, is that Dr. Evil? Is he working on that? Well, after a big earthquake hit uh, in Mexico last week, people saw flashing blue lights on the horizon. Some thought it was the apocalypse. It's actually fairly common. Experts think rocks grind against each other and cause bursts of electricity. And that's what people were seeing. Better than beats the hell out of the apocalypse, right? I'll go with that one. And finally, a new study on cats figured out how tabbies get their stripes. Why a lot of them have M patterns on their forehead. Researchers found the specific gene that causes it, and it happens in utero before cats even have hair. What about gingers? Same thing? No? Probably not. There you go. That's your nerd news. There will be a test. I hope you had a number two pencil. (laughs) I hate this silly time of day. Right, right, right between breakfast and lunch. It'd be brunch. Or if you're in the Middle Earth, it'd be second breakfast. Either way, I'm hungry. I need a foodie roundup. Yeah! Well, are you into your chicken nuggets? Sure you are. You probably want to know, hey, Glenner, who has the best chicken nuggets? Well, uh, online survey conduct- conducted a chicken nugget test. 
Down at the bottom, Dairy Queen, Burger King, Arby's, Chick-fil-A at 13. Carl's Jr., Burger King at 8. Wendy's at uh, up there, Jack in the Box. Popeye's is only at uh, 6 and KFC at 5, and that's what they do. McDonald's at 3. Wendy's 2, they're spicy nuggets, but number 1, Chick-fil-A. Uh-huh. Family dinners. Now, we're having more of them during the pandemic. And a survey came out, said that family dinners are lasting, lasting about 15 minutes longer. Folks are saying almost 60% say they get uh, families get together for meals more than they used to. Uh, 58% say dinner is the most relaxing part of their day. Wow. Okay. Over half of parents say cooking with their kids is a regular thing now. That's awesome. Uh, uh, let's see. Dinner activities, sharing family news, talk about your day, watching TV. All right. Taco Bell trying out the 30-day taco subscription service. Yeah, you download the app, sign up for the subscription. It costs 5 to $10 a month, depending on the location. So I don't even eat that much Taco Bell in a year. I don't think I'm going to pay that kind of... But you get discounts and stuff. Taco Bell wants people to come more frequently, and they're, they'll make money off the add-on items. Since nobody ever orders one taco, right? Ah, that time of the year, holidays around the corner now, gingerbread Kit Kats and Reese's Peanut Brittle are coming. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, but it's got crunchy peanut butter uh, encased in a peanut brittle flavored cream. Second one, self-explanatory. Kit Kats, it tastes like gingerbread. They're also debuting sugar cookie flavored Hershey bars and new vanilla Whoppers called Snowballs. Everybody's got to mix it up. Yeah! Of course, we all heard about the McDonald's customer grossed out by the pig nipple in his bacon. Said he's going to go vegan now. Is that what it would take for you? Would you have to actually just see the pig nipple in the bacon? Or would you have to eat it? What if you eat it and say, wow! More pig nipple, please. It's part of bacon. Uh. Hidden Valley selling treat-sized ranch packets for Halloween. How would you like that? Trick or treat, and they give you a little thing of ranch. Each packet has a half ounce of ranch. Now, wait a minute. They, haven't they always done that, though? Haven't you always been able to get a little thing of ranch dressing, you know, like at the store? Or Fred Myers, I think, sells them over in the deli. I don't know why this is a new thing, only they're supposed to be made for trick-or-treating. Sell them in bags of 30. Each bag costs about 20 bucks. <laughs> Seems can you just take the like a bottle of, of ranch, just squirt a little bit into each kid's bag? And finally, having trouble pooping? Huffington Post came out uh, with a list an article called The Number One Cereal for Going Number Two. Nature's Path Flax, Cranberry Almond Kind Cereal, Kellogg's All Brand, Fiber One, Cheerios. Barbara's multi-grain. There's even a real cereal called Poop Like a Champion. You can get that on Amazon. So you can poop like a champion. 
I think I'll stick with Special K, thanks. Yeah! This Maria. Hi, baby. Oh, hi, Sunshine. What are you doing? I'm Sunshine. I am like a ray of sunshine. All right, so I've got this list. Oh, of course you do. All right, and I know you're in your car. We'll keep it short, but <clears throat> I don't know. Do you remember the, the, the moment we found out our relationship was serious? It's been, you know, decades, but do you remember anything? What was, was there a sign that you knew, okay, I'm kind of serious with this guy? Makeup sucks. <laughs> yeah but you can have that you know i think couples that aren't serious have that but yeah okay yeah, yeah but you have to have it you have to have a really bad fight to have naked sex right all right see i like i like your thinking i like where your head's at but uh here's the li- they uh surveyed a bunch of couples you let me know if this makes sense uh here's one uh you visited them at work sign that it's starting to get serious or no um no uh, uh, you've shown each other your favorite <laughs> hangout spots. That's another one. These are all signs that's, that it's starting to get serious. That's starting to get serious, I would say. Uh, you don't have to make plans because it's expected you're going to hang out. I don't know about that one. Uh, here's one that doesn't relate to either of us because <laughs> it was about, uh, after our time. And that is delete- deleting dating apps like Tinder from your phone. I could see that being a sign. It's not because I, I don't know anything about it, but yeah. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would agree. If you stop hunting. <laughs> Labeling the relationship. Saying like you're exclusive or not just dating. Or am I calling, you know, oh, this is my girl. That's of- a, yeah, that's a sign that's getting serious. All right. Sure. Here's one. Uh, this is like crazy obvious. Buying an engagement ring. Well, duh. Yeah. Otherwise, that's a problem. Me- <laughs> meeting. A bigger, oh, here's a problem. Here's a good one. Meeting the parents. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. Or uh, or meeting family and friends as well, obviously. Or if he's totally cool with your selection of quote unquote toys in the nightstand. That's a good one. Right. Yeah. Right. But you know, those all make sense. Like to find out your partner's the real one, you probably have to dig a little bit deeper. Like if she gets why it's only pass interference when the other team commits it. See, that's <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's such a guy response. Or whenever she asks, how do I look? And he knows uh, how to lie or when to lie. Right. Yeah. You still haven't figured that one out. I'm not good at lying. I, I will never lie to you. I will always. T- and you won't do the same. You'll do the same thing to me. If we go just the other night, you went out and I went, oh, yeah, no, you'll or you'll say, oh, those uh, you're going to wear those. You know, we, we do that to each other. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. But we just got each other's back, you know, fashion wise. Uh, she acts like the smell really <clears throat> did come from the dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or when she comforts you when you start crying in front of the TV instead of saying, you know, wrestling's not real, right? You know, that would be a nice. <laughs> Grow a pair already. Or when he gives you 90% of the shower caddy, no questions asked. Okay. <laughs> or, or when he wants the thermostat at 70, but you want it at 75. So he compromises and sets it to 75. Or she doesn't say, oh, I already loosened it after you open a jar for her, even though you both know she already loosened it. <clears throat> 
Sometimes that's true. I just punch a hole in the top of it. Yeah, you go a little more rogue than I do. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks for filling us in, baby. You have a great day. Drive careful. Love you. Hey, you too. You too, sweetie. There you go. See, another sign calls you sweetie. Nailed it. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Well, I don't know how many of you enjoyed a nice Labor Day uh, barbecue last week. A lot of folks did. Some didn't. Uh, You know, it's always supposed to be like the official end of summer. But here in Alaska, it's a little different. A lot of folks will keep barbecuing all the way through down in America where they can. Labor Day, but really, I'd say this week is probably one of our last, this or next or the last one for the outdoor barbecue party, right? Because then it starts to get too chilly. Nobody wants to stand directly around the barbecue, but up here, that's what we have to do. Normally, the guy grilling is there, a couple buds may be standing around, but no. When it gets cold, we're all huddled around that thing like a space heater in an igloo. (laughs) So just if you're going to do your final barbecue of the year make sure to do it right there are do's and don'ts and trust me i threw a lot of barbecues so uh, let me give you some hints you want to have a great uh final barbecue of the year make sure to have plenty of ketchup mustard and horse dewormer gotta have that you want to really get wild insist that each guest wear a face mask and nothing else Make sure to maintain six feet of social distance for guests. Twelve feet if it's guest happens to be Andrew Cuomo. You want to encourage your guests to play a fun backyard game, right? Now, we like um, donkey balls. We like bocce ball, axe throwing, or uh, maybe a little cornhole. If you don't like cornhole, uh, try the game where people throw beanbags into a board. Why? What you thought I was thinking about? And just, when you're on your eighth cheeseburger, totally ignore your colon when it starts squirming around like a five-year-old. Uh, music-wise, in this day and age, you've got to be careful. Make sure your playlist is so in or inoffensive, I guess. That way everybody can hate it equally. You throw an ABBA. Make sure to bring some veggie burgers so you can identify the communists and sissies. Now, if the party's not going well and you just want everybody to leave, just yell, oh, look out, murder hornets. Man, they'll scramble. Or just cough really loud, say you're not feeling well. Make sure to wrap all the meat in bacon. All right, not all the meat. Not that meat, you pervert. I'm done. You know what I mean. And really, if you want your barbecue final one of the year to go great, duh, just skip the damn barbecue and just go out and get high in the garage. Come on, man. Hey, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. It's time for the Crapper Creek Wild News Report. All right, let's get to your headlines this morning. 40% of people say they would indeed have sex with a robot. The remaining 60% are married. Pretty much already do. Love this article. Facebook says that the Wall Street Journal is spreading false information with their recent expose of the company. 
Facebook is pissed off. Spreading false information. That's their thing, man. Crew of Elon Musk's latest SpaceX mission had some issues with the waste management system. All right, I don't want to get too graphic. Let's just say they had to go where no man has gone before. And now the new project is called SpaceX Lax, I believe. Amazon is going to pay warehouse employees to go to college. Or in the case of warehouse employees who majored in liberal arts, to go to college again. The sounds that are most likely to trigger happy memories in people in a recent survey include birdsong, a waterfall, and crashing waves. For me, I think it's uh, lovely Maria's voice saying, Okay, since it's your birthday, you can put it in there once. Slowly. Elsewhere, scientists say squirrels have four distinct personality traits. But one thing they all have in common, they make great stew. Am I right, Kentucky? Hey, you know what the other day was? Positive thinking day. Really? How the hell would anybody waste their time and celebrate a stupid fucking holiday like that? That's stupid. Whatever. Elsewhere, Costco issued a a shower bench recall. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Who the hell buys shower benches in bulk? What? Across the pond, British man claims there was a pig nipple in his McDonald's bacon. FYI, uh, don't get any bright ideas. Corey Taylor from Slipknot, I think, has already claimed pig nipple as the name of his next sideband. Apple previewed the iPhone 13 yesterday. Well, actually, no, it was a few days ago. Fitting, though, since 13 is the numbers of years it's going to take you to pay off the fucking thing. Scientists are now saying the, uh, that overheating is not a primary cause, or excuse me, overeating is not a primary cause of obesity. That's what they say. No, of course not. That couldn't be it. No. It's not how much you eat, it's what you eat, they're saying. You can read more about it, but I spilled pork gravy all over the paper here, so I can't quite read that last. Sorry about that. Uh, Utah has been named the happiest state in the country. I don't know how they do it. I'm miserable with one wife. What is their secret? 16-year-old Eagle Scout has earned every single merit badge there is. Every one. But only because there's not one for identifying the parts of a naked woman. I'm sure that one might be a little tougher for him to achieve. And finally, a video surfaced of a snake in Australia swallowing a possum hole. On the list of disturbing Australian nature videos, I would rank this down at about 1,549. Let's be honest, man. Everything there wants to kill your ass. This has been the Crapper Creek World News Report. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Uh, Lachlan Patterson on stage tonight. I uh, got him in the uh, cabin one more time because we, we can't have you guys up without doing best gig, worst gig. Right. So we'll start with that. Now, the only stipulation is neither of them can be here. 
<laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so that takes uh, that takes some of the pressure off okay. some folks. So let's start with your best gig. What's the, the one gig where all the planets aligned for you? Uh, I, now, was it one of the televised shows or? That's interesting. I mean, I've had a lot of gigs that I can look back and go nailed it right Uh, of course a lot of you folks may have seen him on Last Comic Standing The Tonight Show Comedy Central you nailed it and crushed it every time on all of those those were great thank you those were great because also I I met like some of my heroes I remember The Tonight Show Mark Wahlberg was on that episode and he walked by me in the hall and they introduced me to him and as I was walking away he said stay out of trouble and I remember him just just throwing me that little in his mind a dime Nice. Even though I'm not really a troublemaker. Nice. So, but he was trying to help me out. And so that was cool. But I got to open for Norm MacDonald. Oh. I got to open for Norm MacDonald. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. And uh, he convinced me to get high with him, which was cool. And uh, that was the first and only comedian. There were five shows. That was the first and only comedian that I watched every minute of every single uh, set of his. I, every comedian that How I ever worked not? with. Yeah. It, it, I every other comedian that I work with <clears throat> when I'm doing five shows I'll probably watch one maybe two right and I've worked with some bigger comedians Heck so yeah uh, but his was the only one where I I studied every minute every because it was he was just, such a master the way he did his delivery is is unlike any any comic you never knew what he he, he, he would tell a joke different every time. And yeah. sometimes he wouldn't finish the joke, and no. it was exciting. <laughs> it was. You never knew where's. You know, of course, um, his moth joke is one of my favorites. Yeah, the moth. The moth great. joke is brilliant because he tells it different every time. In a way, it's a, a lot like the uh, aristocrats. Right. You he, know, the way much. he tells it mm-hmm. um, is very. For those of you that know the 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 story of the or have seen the documentary on, but it's it's very much. It's a very simple joke. It could be told in. You know, two lines if you want. Right, but, but he 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 change, he just moves it around and and every mixes time it up. It makes it hard on himself. In he was a, way. a comics comic all the way. Oh, for sure. So best gig was with Norm Macdonald. I, 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 that'd be a hard one to top for sure, especially now we miss him so much. Yeah. I, it was so, one of my faves. All right, let's go to the worst gig you've ever had. Worst gig, uh, New Year's Eve, I believe it was two thousand um, thirteen, fourteen. And for some reason that day, I, I, I got, I had some food that I shouldn't have had and uh, <laughs> I wasn't feeling good. And I'm on stage and right about the 15 minute mark of like 11:45 at night, <clears throat> I feel a churning in my stomach Oh no! and it's coming up and I just, I put my hand over my mouth and I, ran off stage well like literally it was in my mouth okay and I had to go throw (laughs) up and the owner of the club comes in and goes what do you want us to do and I said and the whole audience is wondering what's going on so I wiped my mouth and I went back on stage not realizing that that was just the beginning (laughs) (laughs) that was just a that was just a little teaser Oh, no. Did it turn into some French underground cabaret show at that point? Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it more like a Gallagher show? (laughs) It was, I mean, 
I don't know what I was thinking. Apparently, I mean, I was pale, white. I couldn't, I I didn't know what to do. So, and then I ran off stage again. As soon as I got up there, I told, I got halfway through the bit. And then I ran off stage clutching the other part of my body. Oh, no. Yeah. And I made it. I made it to the bathroom. uh, And I remember throwing up and poop. And do it at the same time? Yeah, Simul- simultaneous? While listening to the audience count down to New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> that was my New Year's. That's Lachlan Patterson. Catch him tonight, tomorrow night, Pioneer Park Theater. The worst. So, so, now, we've had Craig Robinson do that on stage, but he never left stage. Really? <laughs> Oh, man. Refinery Lounge blew it right there. Everybody was buying him shots. It was too much. Really? Behind the keyboards right there. He goes, oh, my God. And I ran into him years later at LAX, and he remembered that. Oh, my God. Of course he did. Yeah. He goes, ah. But it was like good times for him, man. Oh, remember that time I threw up on stage? Like, well, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm glad you did. That's Lachlan Patterson. Well, if you're a fan of the movie Fight Club, you'll enjoy this question. Have you ever been in a fight? Heated arguments don't count. We're talking physical fights, you know, throwing down. New poll asked 7,000 Americans. Over a third of us have been in a fight before. 36% say yes. 23% of women and half of men. 23% said they've been in more than one fight in their life. Younger people, believe it or not, less likely to say they've been in a fight. Less than a quarter of adults under 25 said yes. The age groups uh, that throw down punches. People in their late 30s and mid 40s. Really? 44% of that age group have been in a fight. Really? Wow. Here's the thing. There's always another way. I was in a, I've been in a couple fights. But I was young. I was like a teenager. I haven't been in one. In a, I almost threw down a couple times. Dudes messing with Maria in a bar. And it was one of those cases where as the husband, it's like, all right, I'm about to get my butt handed to me, but I got to do this. Nobody disrespects, you know. And it got crazy. Cooler heads prevailed. But I was ready to throw down a couple times. And I'm not a good fighter. I would have got my butt kicked both times. When I was a teenager, I, I won one and lost one. So really, I'm one and two in my fighting career. But there's certain situations I think you should be able to throw down or at least punch somebody. For instance, the radio station, we get these, uh, like an email memo. It'll be like, oh, we'll get a new employee and it'll be a new phone list. All right, we sent out a phone list. This was yesterday. All right, got welcome Amanda board, new 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 gal in the office. Awesome gal, right on, fine. But then they send it out, so now every single person has this. Great, thanks. Oh, wonderful, thanks. So I got all. Now I gotta go through and delete like thirty emails of just people responding saying thanks or whatever, being witty. It's like no, I don't need to be in your stupid little chain. That should be worth a throat punch right there. And then there's other situations where we should be able to fight, right? Well, you should just, it should just be okay to punch somebody. You know, like that time you, you shelled out 20 bucks for a dime bag of oregano. Or you talked to some dude who says Van Halen was better with Sammy than Dave. I mean, come on, man. It's throat punch material. 
And we're not talking nowadays. I know. Politics, COVID, there's a million races. There's a million reasons people come up with now. But that doesn't count. Let's say they threw away the bubble wrap before you could pop any. Throat punch. Or you're a Raiders fan. Well, slugging people is kind of your thing, so you should be allowed. In other instances where it should be okay to slug somebody, let's say the party's going great, suddenly that dude with the ponytail pulls out the guitar. So what Belushi did to the dude on the stairs, right? Was that Elvin Bishop? Anyway, throat punch him. Or if they tell you how they don't watch TV and they're vegan for no reason, punchable cause. Or you finally get to the front of the line and the worker says Space Mountain is broken. Sorry, folks. Wally World is closed. Oh, yeah. Time for a punch. Some guy covered in piercings cuts in front of you in line at the TSA checkpoint. Damn it, you're going to be there forever. You don't want to punch him because you're going to cut your hand on the piercings. And finally, you're allowed to punch somebody that's wearing those stupid foot shoes. You're allowed to punch them right in the throat. <laughs> it's Dr. D. Thornell, Animal House Veterinary Hospital. Also, you may remember her from uh, Dr. D, Alaska Vet on Animal Planet. And now, uh, coming to a YouTube channel near you, correct, D? Correct. Probably by o- October 15th. We already have 40 shorts, and we're videoing all the time here. And uh, it's called Dr. D, a vet for everywhere. She puts the real in reality. <laughs> nice. Oh, these are fun. This will be a good program. That would be a good uh, good link to have. That'll be fun. All right. Well, with that said, and of course, uh, now your reality show, the Dr. D Alaska Vet, that ran, was it two or three seasons? Two seasons. And then you kicked them to the curb. Well, you know, they took over and what, again, I want it real. I don't want, you know, stuff that's kind of made up. And they started going that avenue and I went, nah, nah. Yeah, you know, and it's right. It, the show did start out and it was animals and you were always uh, cutting the balls off something every week. That I know, was, they like that part. And it's like, they, you know, there's more to veterinary medicine than neutering, okay? Yeah, they were, what was it with those guys? Like, let's cut the balls off And they were all men. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, really? You guys really want me to keep doing this? God, it was like Dr. Death more than Dr. D, all right, but now you got your own gig and we're real excited and so glad that you take the time out to call and uh, answer some of our uh, listener questions. So let's go with our first one. Here you go. Um, yeah, okay. I have a 10 month old pit bull puppy and he, uh, he eats sticks. I'm just chewing up. He actually eats them, swallows it and everything. I just wonder if that's normal. Or- sticks? Please. Like wood? Yeah, like wood. Likes to chew them up and then swallow them? Yeah, he eats them just like they're nothing. Well, right. first, that'll that'll really wear his teeth down. Number two, he needs a job, which means get him into doggy daycare, something like that. But a lot of doggy daycares won't do it unless, of course, we're talking they're neutered. Um, and then, you know, if don't let him do that. Take him out for leash walks, long leash walks. That's what you got him for. And when he goes to do it, you tell him, leave it. I mean, you're the brains of the operation, so just don't let him do that. Don't and let if, him chew on sticks. If yeah, and if he's if he's in your backyard, guess what? Go do some yard work. Pick the sticks up. Right, pick the sticks up and uh, leave a chew toy or something for crying out loud. Well, not so much a toy. Like, I will use some of those big rolled rawhides, but I want to be there when they're doing that. You know, I watch All right. them. All right, here's your next question. Uh, a female ferret. Uh, she's uh, apparently not acting right. I was told by somebody that 
if they don't have a male companion that they can get really sick, but I've never actually known that. So you uh, have so you have a, a a a female ferret that seems to be sick, and it might be lovesick. Yeah, a lovesick ferret. Well, believe it or not, if ferrets are not spayed, that is true. But most ferrets that you buy at the pet stores now are already spayed. They do go into constant heat, which the estrogens actually shut down all their red blood cells, and they go into bad anemia. So if she's not in heat actively and she's acting sick, ferrets are walking tumor factories. They have all sorts of problems. They can get all sorts of different issues. So you really need to see a veterinarian for that one. Wow. All right. Uh, reason number 785 why I don't own a ferret. Here we go. Here's our na- <laughs> let's uh, let's not even get into the smell. All right, let's get into this uh, last question. Here you go, D. Well, my husband and I are expecting our first child in October. So we're going to be bringing a brand new baby home. We have two dogs. They're about a year old. What kind of transition is good for the dogs to bring bring in a baby home that they're not going to freak out? First of all, you want to get all the baby kind of things like the carriers and stuff, have that kind of sitting all around the house so they're used to that stuff. It's just not brand new. Wherever they you're going to have babies, I would suggest the dogs know don't go in there. Definitely make sure your dogs are crated because they're a year old. And boy, at a year and a half, they are t- nasty teenagers and that's when they chew. And they definitely have to know the difference between baby toys and their toys. So make sure you have a toy box with their stuff in it and they have to know to leave it. And you have to be the mother wolf. If they go ahead and try and get baby stuff, you're like, no. And they'll get to know them. But I would introduce the dogs one at a time to the new baby, not, you know, both. You know, put them over one outside to play or something like that. And the one comes in and they'll get to, they'll get used to it. And believe me, you'll turn into mama, <laughs> mama bear. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> if yeah. they don't. <laughs> and so. who knows? Very likely the dogs could become quite protective of the child as time rolls on as well. Yeah, and they do, and so you don't want that to happen either, especially when oh, really? kids are about three or four, and their kids, their friends are over in their backyard screaming, they oh. attack the other person. Right, <laughs> so, right, You right. know, you get a gun, okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't use your dog for protection. Right, there you go. That's Dr. D, Animal House Veterinary Hospital. D, always great to have you. Good luck on the new YouTube show. We can't wait to catch some of those. It's going to well, be fun. Glenn, it's a it's fun to be here. I would never give this up. This is we've been here together for so long. And Fairbanks, you have a great Wednesday. Great times. I want to thank a lovely Maria for joining us, comedian Lachlan Patterson, who is always brilliant, and of course all of you for tuning in. Make sure to share the podcast and please leave me a comment. I always love to hear from all of you around the globe and right here in Crapper Creek, Alaska. Check us out on YouTube. Search Glentertainment. Uh, live from Crapper Creek, you'll find us on Twitter, online, and of course, streaming live at xrock959.com. Till next week, we'll talk again. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.